Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. How'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. Yo, welcome everybody. Welcome in episode 34 of the Grease Pole Podcast. Appreciate you taking part. As always, you can follow along on Instagram at Grease Pole Podcast. Every episode is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes every Monday. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Sharing is caring. Get the word out. If you think it's awesome, give it five stars. If you think it sucks like the bird season has, give it one. Any feedback is better than none. Appreciate it. I'm off to a good start already. Went to uh, take a swig of the Starbucks during the intro, and my the brim of my hat almost knocked the damn mic over. So that would have uh, that would have been a blast. But a uh, very, very special episode. I am pumped to have on the pod today bucks county philly area's best realtor sarah Kristen joins me on the pod sarah how you doing tonight hey i'm good how are you i'm i'm good i'm still a little bummed from yesterday it was a rough very rough day the sixers fucking shit the bed they're their perfect record although it didn't last long ended up evaporating to the calves and you know we know what happened yesterday with the birds so just other- i uh, definitely had quite a few drinks after that i was Pretty depressing yes. all around. Yeah, it did. Like I, I started the night with a lot of Jameson in the house, and now I need to make a run to replenish, to replenish the stock because there's not a whole lot left. There's not a whole lot. Of, yeah, a lot of car bombs happened last night. <laughs> you know, but I mean, what it, we're used to it as Eagle fans. You know, I think the Super Bowl, like the Super Bowl, was awesome, but this is, I don't know. Like I feel like we're kind of getting back to our roots a little bit. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, if if I were to just say to you, because, again, everything that happened yesterday was amplified suck because it was Dallas week. So just general observations. If I were to just say to you, yesterday's game, go. Give me what you got. Um, fuck. Shit. <laughs> Bitch. I hate you. Now die. I don't know. That just comes out of the top of my tongue. Right. No, and, and, and I agree with you. I think it, it it's – it's funny because the last two weeks have been like it's 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 been a fun ride with Jalen Hurts and everything. Okay, it's yay, we've won. We're back in the wind column twice. It's been a while. It's been fun, but I think that everybody knew this shit. This not gonna isn't gonna last forever with Jalen Hurts. I mean, it, it regardless of Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz after yesterday, it's it's obvious there there's deeper issues on this team than whoever there is at quarterback. I mean, I think at the root of the at the root of the issue. It's got to be Doug Peterson, right? It's Doug Peterson, but, I mean, it's a bigger picture right now. I mean, it starts at Howie Roseman and just his atrocity (laughs) in drafting. (laughs) Um, Honestly, it's like I don't think I can even get behind this Jalen Hurts thing right now because of just how skeevy the whole situation has been. Like, it's just kind of fucking weird right now. 
Yeah, it is. And I, I agree completely. I'm I'm very much Howie has to be if if anybody goes, Howie's gotta be the first one because just just all the terrible free agent moves, all the bad drafts the last couple years. You know, when you when you watch Justin Jefferson light it up every week and we've got Jalen Rager out here and we're not even using him properly. Meanwhile, Justin Jefferson setting rookie receiving records, breaking, you know, Randy Moss's record, you're going, What the fuck? We could have had him. And we take a guy we're not even using properly for his skill sets. It's frustrating as fuck. So, I, I, full disclosure, I'm more of a, if you give me a choice of the two, I'm more of a Carson Wentz guy. But after his comments, you know, I, I get he's going to take a ton of heat from the fan base. I wasn't sold completely on Jalen Hurts after two games either. It's such a small sample size. You can't, you can't go all in after a guy you know, with a guy after two games. Now we've seen him kind of come back to come back to earth a little bit. If you were to, if, if just, just in a, in a vacuum, in a nutshell, if you were to go one or the other that you would like to see be the quarterback for the birds next year in 2021, because there is, unfortunately, there is no tomorrow after next week against Washington. Who, who would you rather see next year as the quarterback of this team? Honestly, I, I'm going to go Wentz because, I root for the guy. Um, I I love Carson. I honestly, we don't have a Super Bowl ring if it's not for Carson Wentz. Completely agree. I root for him. Yep. I want him to succeed here. Yeah, he's had a shit year. He's been atrocious. He shouldn't have even fucking stepped on the goddamn field plan like that. <laughs> but honestly, I'm going to root for Wentz right now. And also, how the hell would we get rid of that contract? Thank you. Like we're we just we're just not. Nobody's very few teams would take on that contract for him to have played so poorly this year. Like where is he going to go? Nowhere. So honestly, I think we're rolling with Carson next year. Um I think honestly that's what we kind of have to do, but yeah. honestly, I'm rooting for him to succeed and I want him to bounce back next year. I agree completely. And my, my whole thing is with Carson, there's always been, I don't think he's ever been completely appreciated by this fan base, Sarah, because going back to even, like you said, the Super Bowl year, that doesn't happen if it's not for, I mean, he was, he was the MVP of the league until he tore his ACL yep. against the Rams, you know, and then, but Foles comes in, he's the savior, he delivers the Lombardi and he gets to walk past a back, a statue of a backup quarterback every day on his way to work. And now here we are, and he's he's, and there was still even so much division on keeping him over Nick Foles, which I thought, and I love Nick Foles, but I always thought that was foolish. I think Wentz is Great. it's not even debatable. Wentz is more talented than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts the last two weeks has executed the offense a little better, I guess you could say. But when I'm watching these games as well, there's there seems to be more of a commitment to the running game at least early on that there never was with Carson Wentz. And I think you saw that yesterday, kind of the difference in play calling early on until we got behind and then Doug Peterson, it's like he panics and he cannot, he can't help himself. I don't know if it's because he's, you know, was a backup quarterback his entire career and he's trying to overcompensate or whatever the case may be, but he refuses to run the ball and commit to the run even when the game isn't out of reach. And I've always contended that Miles Sanders is the most underutilized star in this Definitely. league, and it's not even close. I think that when you look at the defensive line as well, to go back to Howie Roseman, 
uh, he spent a lot of money on along this defensive line, and it's it's uh-huh. it's the strength of the team, of course, which is great. But you look at yesterday, and and, and the birds were outscored twenty seven to three after Fletcher Cox's injury. Where in the fuck are Malik Jackson and Javon Hargrave? You know, in this equation, yeah. And and to like, me, it, it it's not existent. Right. Right. And if you're going to if you're going to make all that money, eventually, at some point, you you got to step up. So he has those moves and then you give the money to Sean Jackson. What are your give me your thoughts in general on Deshaun Jackson? I'm always curious to get Eagles fans thoughts on him and what where they're at with number 10. I'm genuinely over it. Um, <laughs> I didn't want him to be an Eagle when we re-signed him. So I'm like, I'm genuinely it's done. Let's not live in the past. Like. He had some great years for us. We can remember them, you know, be happy about it. But honestly, it's just been such a bust since he's been back. And, oh, my God, he had an 80-yard touchdown. Congratulations, Deshaun. I'm really happy for you. But, like, what did it do? It right. didn't. He didn't do anything for the rest of the game. So it's <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been over Deshaun Jackson. I've moved on. I think we, sh- as Eagles – should move on from Deshaun Jackson. Yes. Let's let's focus on the young guys, you know? I agree completely. It's funny because I've I I I said yesterday, this dude, he I've never seen one player get so much mileage out of one play. That being the punt return, you know, Miracle to Meadowlands part two. It's like yeah. he he's still so beloved by this fan base. I didn't that was the one move Chip Kelly made that I was actually behind was when he cut him. Um, and now Howie Roseman brings him back to only play a handful of games a year. And, you know, he catches he catches one pass yesterday, you know, the 81-yard bomb from Jalen Hurts, and, yeah, that was fine or whatever. And he didn't he didn't play at all the rest of the game, at least of, of, of note. He had one catch for 81 yards and a touchdown. That's about it. And then he goes out and yeah. he shares that after a devastating loss, the fucking guy shares the video of the touchdown catch on Instagram it, 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 doesn't that feel tone deaf? I kind of took that as, to me, they put him in there to somewhat audition for other teams because they're assuming he's going to be gone next year, hopefully. He's never been um, a team player. Never. Not even when he was, like, when we were back, you know, years ago and he was, you know, great and whatever. But he's never been a team guy. I remember going to Seattle with my dad when I was 20 years old to see a Seahawks um, Seahawks Eagles game and Eagles are just getting their asses kicked and Deshaun Jackson's just being a goddamn schmuck on the sideline just didn't even want to fucking play yeah. the guy just sat out and it's like dude you're not a team player you're all about yourself honestly that was the year where I was like F Deshaun Jackson like this guy is a bum he's yeah. like he's such a loser like I'm and then when we brought him back I was like okay that's just you know stupid <laughs> and we're living in the past but yeah you know we're Philly so we do that kind of shit right right and that's what's it's it's that's the Howie Roseman effect you know bringing him back when there's plenty of other guys out there again the 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 loads of receiver talent that were in this draft last year. And these were stuck with him and Alshon Jeffrey that are supposed to be the veteran leaders of this team. And neither one of them really has done shit all year. Um, Doug Peterson got it saying he got out coached by Mike McCarthy. That's not like, that's not an inaccurate statement, right? Oh God, no. <laughs> I mean, 
Doug's getting out coached by everyone. I mean, honestly, it's like, I think he's kind of a dunce. Yeah. Like, I, I really, I don't think he's smart. I don't think he uses his brain. I think he's stupid. I think, you know, he sucks at play calling. I really don't see many positives about Doug Peterson. And it goes, it, same goes for Jim Schwartz. Like, I mean, I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm not a fan of the coaching staff. The team went downhill when Frank Reich left. And that's a fact. Yes. I agree a hundred percent. And, and if, if we hypothetically, because Doug came out today and said, Oh, I feel like my job's safe and yada, yada. Of course. I mean, I don't know. I, I would think any coach would say that. I think he's got this unearned amount of ego about him, especially after the Super Bowl. You know, and like you said, he can't call plays. He he's not the offensive genius we all thought, you know, people thought he was. That guy's in Indianapolis now. If 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 Doug Peterson Black Monday comes next week after the week, final week of the season, if Black Monday comes and Doug Peterson's out of here, is there anybody in particular that you're hoping does take over for Doug Peterson? I don't even know. It's like this year has been such a mind fuck. It's like who's going to come in and and take over? Who's that guy on the uh, Bills? What's his name? Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. I I you read my him him or Deuce Staley are the two that I want. And and it's funny because Deuce Staley, I love the guy. He's been on this coaching staff for years. I think he deserves it somewhere. If not in Philly, I think he at least deserves an opportunity. Um, I agree, yeah. I'd I'd love to see him call plays. But Brian Dable is a guy, he clicked me about a month ago just watching uh, Buffalo because not to go super nerd fantasy, but in one league I've got Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So if Me too. I'm in the championship tonight. I'm nervous as hell. Are you? Good luck to you because I I, – I need Buffaloes. This is in a separate league. I got bounced from that league last night, but I need the Bills defense and kicker to get about 20 points each tonight for me to have any hope because Derrick Henry completely shit himself last night. So yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I'm in three championships. Oh, I shit. played five leagues this year. I made three championships. In two leagues, I need Stefan Diggs to do jack shit. He needs to just <laughs> exit the game in the first quarter. In my third league, I have Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and Buffalo's safety. And I think I'm going to win. Even if Stefan Diggs says jack shit, I think I still win with Josh Allen just being a beast. So um, I don't know. It's kind of a shitty situation for to root for two different things in three different leagues. Right. But here, that's fantasy for you. It is. It is. And it's funny you say that because I actually I'm, – I'm in four, and I swore like – I had made fun of fantasy for years, and then I got into it. I won. I'm like, okay, there's money in this. There's bragging rights. It's fun, and it gives you a reason to give more of a shit about games that you wouldn't normally care about. And it, it is – the more leagues you take on, it does – that's the downside is, is because you're rooting four guys in one league, and then you're facing them in another league, and you're like, ah, oh, man. You're like – I, that part does does suck. That's the same thing that has me thinking, all right, I'm going to purge my fantasy situation next year a little bit. It was too many. It was ambitious. <laughs> but, hey, I made this championship in three leagues. That's kind of impressive, well, I mean. Yeah, no, I was going to say, look, it's worked because you've made it in the championship in, in three, so it's it's worked out for you. I, I made it in one, almost made it in, in two, but – I ended up shit in the bed, but and that's what I was gonna say about Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs watching, you know, the Bills a decent amount is 
they've got Devin Singletary back there and running back, and he is nowhere near all, – all due respect to the guy. He's an NFL player. He's nowhere near the talented back that, that Miles Sanders is. And sure, Josh Allen, you know, is having a better year than Carson Wentz is, but if you watch the way they call plays, I mean, Devin Singletary is a guy that busts off maybe three, four yards a carry. He'll break one loose for 10, 12 here and there, but – He's not the deep threat and the the averaging six yards a clip like Sanders is, and he still sticks with the run. That, yeah. to me, is the reason why I would love to have Brian Dable. Is that the same thing that kind of jumped out at you? Yeah, um, that offense is explosive. It's It's explosive. It's like, it's fun to watch. And it's like, I don't really get excited about um, – other teams that much I mean right you know I kind of I guess rooted for KC because I I just genuinely think Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next best quarterback of all time but um like it's fun to watch but Buffalo this year like they they kind of deserve it like they have as loyal of a fan base as Philly does like I I'm like excited for them almost like I'm excited that it's coming full circle for them almost a hundred percent. And that's, I've always had the same approach. If, if it's not us, just give me somebody different. Give me somebody yeah. different. I don't care who it is. And Buffalo is there. It's, it's, it's a great fan base. I think their fans haven't won shit, you know, and I was growing up. I love Jim Kelly. So for some reason he was like one of my favorite non Eagles players. So I always liked him. So I've always kind of, I'm not too team guy, but I've always had a soft spot. For Buffalo, same with Kansas City, and I rooted for him because Andy Reid's there as well. And you know, even though you know, I wish he would have won one here. I, I, I was happy as hell to see him, you know, get one with Kansas City, and I also would fucking love to see Andy Reid, you know, work with Carson Wentz. I think that would be a huge help for him as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, right? Um, in terms of this week's matchup against Washington, um, they cut Dwayne Haskins today, so. We were either going to be facing Alex Smith or Taylor Heineke. <laughs> so, uh, and we still lose, probably. <laughs> right, right. And that's why I was going to say, what are we? You never, you never necessarily, I don't think, hope for a loss. But is 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 a loss the worst thing that could happen next next Sunday? Because if we lose then Dallas doesn't win the division and we get a top five, top six draft pick. So what if if we do lose next next set next Sunday, like are you gonna be heated or is it just gonna be kinda like, eh, whatever? I think we're I think we're past that point. It's like yesterday's game was kind of like, okay, this is it. Like we this is our one and only chance because it's set up perfectly. So after yesterday's loss, like I think like Next week, I'm just going to be like, cool. I mean, loss, <laughs> we lose. I don't think I'm going to – I I can't get emotional about it. Like, I've already cried and wallowed and been depressed all day. So, I think I've got – I'm going to get my anger, you know, out at that point. It's just take the L at this point. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like stop embarrassing yourself. Right, right. I, I think all, all things considered, and like you said, at this point after yesterday, you kind of fall numb to it, especially after jumping out to a lead and then kind of gagging it away the way that we did against who we did it, you know, did it against makes it even worse with the season on the line. But I do think, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm also numb to it as well at this point. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably for the greater good if we do lose, you know, and, and because you get a better draft pick, 
So it it to that point, if you're if we're looking ahead to April to the draft and hoping to God that fucking Howie Roseman's out of here as the GM. Uh-huh. If if you're to go with if we do have a because we can I think there's scenarios to where we can pick as high as number three which would be fucking great or we can yeah. dro- we can drop as low to as number ten and it's a I'm a draft nerd it's my crack I I'm obsessed with it every year it, if 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 you were to be the GM would you rather take a a top flight wide receiver like a Jamar Chase from an LSU or an elite linebacker like Micah Parsons out of Penn State I think we need. I think we need defense, honestly. Um, I think we have some good receivers, young receivers that we can grow. Um, We are so jacked up in the secondary. It's like, it's like, (laughs) honestly, I think that's, we need a stud. We need a major stud in that department. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's some guys coming out. I mean, there's Caleb Farley, a corner out of Virginia Tech, Patrick Sertan's son out of Alabama. There's definitely there's secondary guys. There's good corners at the top of the draft too. So it's not even, yeah. you know, not even necessarily like those two are the locks of a direction we should take. But there is. It's a very good draft to be picking at the top of the draft. So at the end of the day, maybe it's not the worst thing ever if we do lose. Um, a little little Eagles related, but off the field related. If if. I've had this weird theory that we're going to go back to the Kelly Green jerseys for a while. And I'm, you know, Justin, my producer, and I, we do a podcast called Gear Freaks in which we talk about, uh, you know, different teams' gear and things of that nature. Uh-huh. What, if you were to go midnight green like we've got now, or go making a change, modernizing maybe, and going back to the Kelly Green that we had back in the day, which which do you prefer of the of the color schemes? If you could change and go back, would you? I would 100% go back. I have the old school Eagles logo tatted on my ribcage. I am all about the old school. I have an old school starter jacket. It's like, bring it, bring it back. It's like, those jerseys were fucking fire. They were fire. That color's amazing. The, The bird itself is better. I love that fucking bird or else I wouldn't have permanently tattooed it on my body <laughs> right right <laughs> it's definitely way better it's it's definitely the better of the logos it brings back memories to me i love that there was a gray pant with it i thought the gray pants were awesome uh the the logo is far superior the color itself is fucking awesome and i love that you brought starter jackets we've justin and i've talked about those before i need to see i had an eagle starter jacket back today back in the day i love that you did but i didn't have the Eagle starter jacket that I had wasn't the Kelly green one. It was when we had just switched to the, the midnight greens uh. and I had that one and it was, but it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't the legit starter jacket. It was like the, it was a starter jacket, but it was the one with the zipper and the zipper on the starter jackets back in the day weighed about fucking 25 pounds. <laughs> if you remember. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, that thing was like carrying a fucking dumbbell around. Um, well, that starter jacket is a really good luck. For the Eagles, the mine, because I've worn it to every playoff game. Every single playoff game, I've worn that jacket to. And I wore it the year that we went to the Super Bowl. I'm on the Super Bowl. I wore it to the Atlanta game. I wore it to the Vikings game. Um, I will, I religiously wear that starter jacket, and it's 20 fucking 20. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> like, awesome. I will never not wear it because it's brought so so much good vibes to the Eagles, so I will forever be wearing a starter jacket. 
Hell yeah. No, you have to. That's there's something to good luck, good luck, superstitious stuff. I'm a superstitious fucking fanatic. Now, do your your woman, so it's probably different. Do you cause I'm I'm a dude. Um do you if if we get hot when you're wearing, say, your starter jacket, do uh-huh. you do you do you wash it or do you do you keep do you it okay, if I throw it in the washer, it's gonna wash the good vibes off. I can't do it. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever washed that thing. Yes. That's nasty, probably. I don't care. You guys all think I'm ratchet, but I've never, never once washed that thing. No, I, I love it because I, I had probably my most gross is I bought a Nick Foles jersey when we drafted him because uh, I love the pick and I was never a big Mike Vick guy. And I wore the fuck out of that thing. And it was a white one, too. It was not like if you're going to wear the hell out of a jersey, it's never a good call to be the white one. It should always be the yeah. team color one. And that thing, I, I bought it. I mean, his rookie year was, what, 2012? And it's still to this day, I'm pretty sure, has never been washed. I mean, I haven't. It's not really in the rotation now. But I know there's no way that thing can fucking stand in the corner by itself. Like, So oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good call to not wash it. Let me get you out of here on one thing, one last thing for you, Sarah. Give me uh-huh. just just for the sake of shits and giggles. Give me your uh, your favorite eagle of all time and your most hated. All right, hmm. Favorite eagle of all time is Donovan McNabb. I'm gonna get shit for it, but I <laughs> we have never won more with anyone else in Eagles history, and I. I have season tickets. I go to every game with my dad. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been to every, almost every single game since I was 12 years old with my dad. So that was like, when I was first starting out, that was like Donovan's prime years. And I swear to God, I went to so many NFC championship games (laughs) and it was like so exciting. And, and honestly, it's like people talk so much shit on McNabb and I'm like, what? He won so much for this fucking team. Why are you talking smack on the most winning quarterback we've ever had? Stop trying to say that anyone else is better. It's like stupid to argue with that. But, you know, people do and it is what it is. And I'll fight people tooth and nail about it. But, (laughs) um, I mean, probably least favorite. Um... I want to go with Freddie Mitchell, <laughs> but only because he weirded me out because he slid in my DMs and like asked me where I worked and stuff. And I no, was like, no. what is happening right now? So that was kind of funny, but um, oh, he just wasn't any good either. He had like one play in the history of his career where he did something meaningful. So yeah. I would just say like for the most part, he was just kind of a bum. Yeah, no, so. the 4th and 26 was it. So, hold on. I did, did Was there – did he, like, follow up aggressively, Fred X, or, like, how did this DM exchange I swear go? to God, it was the funniest <laughs> thing. I was like, is Freddie Mitchell, like, trying to slide in my DMs right now? What's going on? <laughs> he was like, what hotel do you work at? That was his starting no. message. I was like, yeah, no. I'm not going to tell you where I work. That's so weird. What the fuck? <laughs> so yeah that was like an experience for me <laughs> jesus jesus that dude like this is an ex nfl i mean i god god damn that guy <laughs> he always but i have like- to give a shout out to hollis thomas i love that guy and we talk so like he's the man i love that guy He's the best. I I don't even I like I said one of these days I want to get him on and and he's he and I are Facebook friends and I'm not even like huge Facebook guy, uh, but 
but he wishes me a happy birthday every year on Facebook. And every <laughs> every year I forget about it, that he and I are friends up there. And I'm like, holy shit, Hollis Thomas wished me a happy birthday. This is fucking awesome. My birthday's made. And, you know, yeah, no, he is super cool. I The Fred X story, though, my God, that just made my night. That dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I think I stole the screenshots. It's so creepy. And, of course, you have to, like, respond back because you're like, why is he you want to know like yes. why yeah You're, you, you have to respond to that kind of stuff because he's like he's not just like your typical dude that you leave on red right like you right. have to you have to know more of like why is this happening right now like you have to know i wanted to know oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> so like did you give him a did you give him a bullshit hotel or? I honestly, I don't think I was like, oh, I just work for a few. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I think I was like, <laughs> I think I told him like, I work for Wyndham and like, I didn't tell him like what Wyndham because there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, and that's, that's a good safe call because if you, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself or fucking FredX is going to roll up on you, it sounds like, my God, people change, man. I remember watching that dude when I was in high school. And he's hitting up women on Instagram. It's like, uh, it's a weird world. <laughs> well, weird world we live in. <laughs> my God, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Well, but it's shit. a great story. I love telling that story. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, it is. Shit, that, fuck, that, that made my night. I did not know least favorite eagle or favorite eagle was going to end up that way. I was just trying to like, okay, let's end on a thing. And I, Fred X in the DMs is fucking amazing. Jesus. Oh, um, I'm glad I could, uh. Think you're not there. <laughs> no, that's 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 great. Although I would say if there was one guy that I would expect in the history of the Eagles to probably do something like that, it would be Fred X. So it's just my God, that dude. What a what an alley he's ended up down. Well, Sarah, I, I hope you've enjoyed it half as much as I did. Um definitely a blast having you on. Thanks for the opinions, thanks for the insight and everything. Glad we were finally able to do it. And uh, you know, looking forward to getting through the season going into the draft and let's do it again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was super fun. Go Ab- Birds, ab- as always. Absolutely. As <laughs> always, go Birds. Appreciate you, Sarah. All right. See ya. <laughs> All right. Huge thank you. Huge thank you to Sarah Kristen again. Bucks County's best real estate agent give her a follow on ig uh at sarah underscore Kristen underscore realtor big thank you to her for coming on the pod and uh especially for the fred x story jesus christ that was gold that was fucking gold you remember freddie mitchell yeah <laughs> what what the hell with him man come on well, can can we start like just with a basic don't <laughs> it, it, right man like it like don't. I wonder what he thought that was going to end in. Well, the the worst Jesus. thing is that it's probably worked before. Oh, I, why it, else would he do that? Uh, right. This is this is not. That was not a first. No. And nor a last. No. Nor a last. No. Which is frightening. Oh. Which is frightening, just, man. Just don't. I want to like. I know that like. And clearly, Sarah's good from it. Which I, I'm glad there's no psychological effects. Yeah, but seriously. I want to. I want to shower now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I mean, I guess maybe at, at least he didn't go like, like deep, like yeah. scary deep. Just but, or pit, there was no pictures. It yeah. didn't sound like, which is nice. Yeah, but like, oh, dude, like how? <laughs> what hotel do you work at? Like, oh, that is a very weird opener. Very weird, That's especially the open. like <laughs> it, on on Instagram, man. This is. 
you can't you can't open with that on IG because you can't. You know how you you misinterpret. You, you can send shit through a text and it's misinterpreted mm-hmm. different than it is like with a voice. You can hear inflection on shit and things right. like that. That's how do you just, lead with that though? Like, right. I guess maybe like if you like, guys what are, are going to do if you guys are playing back and forth on Instagram and then it's like okay, yeah. well, you know, let's do something. <laughs> you know, let's go hang out or something. Right. Oh, well, which one do you work at? But like right. to lead with that, to lead. Oh, I'm opening the door with don't. I'm referencing your line of work and which one, though. <laughs> just don't that like they, there's an entire fucking channel of movies dedicated yeah. to people like Fred X. That's not good. <laughs> that is so not good. What a dipshit. And yeah. it sucks that he didn't even like if you're going to do that. This like this doesn't make it any better. You you can't be a bust. No, <laughs> no. Like you made one play, and you think you can just slide in the DMs of every like hot chick in the fan base. You can't yeah. do that, man. I, you can't. I mean, the the worst thing like this is a more societal thing. Like, yeah, like it's oh, it's not acceptable, right? But at the same time, like it's understandable. If it's if it's, you know, big star, yeah. Again, not acceptable, but right. understandable. Yeah, you're just dude on the team, right? That w- wasn't there long to begin with. Probably never. You weren't. You know, just him, him. Oof. He made one play. Wow. He made Bill Be- like you know you never get quotes out of Bill Belichick. Yeah. He got a quote out of Bill Belichick leading up to Super Bowl 39. That's how obnoxious that guy was. I remember. <laughs> and he's the one out here being greasy and grimy and gross. Fucking oh, hell. What wow. a world we live in in 2020, man. Wow. So what uh, gear freaks? We told the people last week uh, that we had an episode <laughs> coming to them that came to them the week before. Oops. <laughs> so uh, I think we have, find- we have figured out exactly which one is dropping to the people tomorrow, though. So the NBA... <laughs> <laughs> is easily the second best league in America uh, and rising, except for when it comes to releasing the city editions. Yes. Because we finally get to the city editions, and it took so long because they t- they waited until the very last moment. Yep. And they just trickled them out. Mm-hmm. But we're finally talking about them. They're all here. And the thing that sucks about this episode, like... The NHL, we were so geeked up about yeah. reverse retros. There's so much good in the city edition. Yes, that we didn't have, we didn't get to be properly excited for because we blew it like three We'd weeks prior it. when it right. already came out. I know, I know. Whereas we revealed a lot of the reverse retros we saw because they dumped them all in us. The NHL did at one time, yeah. and you know it's really hard nba like there's very few times where the nhl very few times very 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 where the nhl does something they more you. right yeah. than the nba does there's very few times but this being one of them it's very hard to when you do a pod like gear freaks like we do and you're looking for new stuff and things of that nature to not come across it mm-hmm. when they're trickling out over the course of what, like at least it was at least it took a, a month, month, right? It took a month because I feel like some of the first were our teams. Yeah, and uh, spoilers. 
just saying philly, <laughs> philly and phoenix uh were some of the first yeah and then you trickled out some of the last and while there were a handful of the last ones were good right wasn't worth holding up that episode no when we no. could have talked about it and been like super geeked up yeah. about it and and it could have been fresh taste i mean we still it, you know we always bring it kids but it it we had seen some of these before unfortunately because the nba did botch it and like the ones that we're waiting for and like we could have could have done without you know yeah <laughs> i mean I, but I, how would we have fucking known? Well, there's no way. You know? There right. is no way because who knows? Maybe the Knicks like do something amazing. Yeah. Like you never know. Right. And I mean, I'm just, I, right. not naming names, but yeah. there's definitely a handful that we could have just. Yeah. Don't even release one. How about there's <laughs> definitely some popcorn farts of the bunch for sure. But it, it, we finally got to talk about it and it's finally coming out tomorrow tomorrow kids yeah. every tuesday is when gear freaks drop subscribe rate review sharing is caring at gear freaks pod on ig and twitter is where you can follow us um i'm gonna get out of here on that note i we touched on everything with sarah it was great uh the fredex story was phenomenal uh now you know what's coming on gear freaks tomorrow for real we didn't fuck up this time it is actually the city editions tomorrow um so yeah there's that Last game of the year next week. For some reason, the NFL flexed it the uh, Sunday night. I have no idea why they keep putting this fucking team in prime time. I get it. It probably deter- it does determine the division, possibly. Sure, understood. But put them both on at 425. For the love of God, why in the fuck is this game flexed to prime time? No idea why, but at the end of the day, come midnight next Sunday, it's you can put a nail in the coffin of the 2020 birds. When I see you next week, Maybe we'll be talking about a head coaching vacancy. I love that Sarah also was high on Brian Dable because I've been high on that dude for a month. And when I've had conversations with people around, I mean, this just goes to show that when you're an Eagles fan, it's different than when you're talking to people that are fans of other teams and aren't really dialed in and shit. Oh, well, who if you, if you get rid of Peterson, who do you want? Like, ah, Brian Dable. Who's that? You know, you heard it here first, kids, is all I'm trying to say if it happens. But we will see next week if it does what Black Monday will bring us, whether it brings us the death knell for Doug Peterson's tenure here in Philly, you know, where we'll be drafting everything else, things of that nature, all coming to you next Monday uh, as we wave goodbye to the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles and as we wave goodbye to the year 2020 as well. Celebrate New Year's safely and responsibly, kids. I will see you back here next Monday. As always, go Birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.